Debs here. How y'all doing? I'm super excited today because I'm launching a new episode format called Movies in 5. Basically, I'll be reviewing a movie in just 5 minutes so that you can run along to watch the real thing. Quick note, this doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing longer episodes on other movie-related topics as I have in the past. It just means you'll now have even more types of content to listen to. And if these short reviews aren't enough to feed your movie appetite, you can always follow me on Instagram at Debs underscore speaking for more recommendations. So to kick things off, I'm going to bring us back to the classics, to the 1957 black and white film, 12 Angry Men, which stars the iconic Hollywood actor, Henry Fonda. This movie was nominated for three Oscars, Best Picture, Director, and Adapted Screenplay, and the Library of Congress has also preserved a copy of it in its National Film Registry because of its cultural significance. So what is this movie about? Well, it's about 12 jurors who must reach a unanimous decision on whether a boy is guilty of murdering his father. And the stakes are high because if the boy is found guilty, he will receive the death penalty. Everyone is convinced the boy is guilty, except juror number eight, whose doubts around the evidence and testimonies spark a long heated debate over what verdict the jury should give. Initially, I was kind of worried the movie might be dry. After all, 99% of it takes place with the same 12 jurors stuck in the same deliberation room, so not a lot of visual stimulation. But I actually ended up being completely engrossed in the film because each of the 12 jurors is so compellingly distinct, and it's interesting to see how their different backgrounds and personalities shape their perspectives on the case. Each character is also brilliantly acted, so there was never a dull moment. I was also surprised by how different this movie is from other courtroom dramas I've watched. For one, you never get to see the trial, so you can only rely on the jurors' conversations to know what happened. And that's what makes this movie so interesting, because you don't know whose memories of the trials are the most accurate or unbiased, and you find yourself wanting to understand how could so many people have different interpretations of the same thing. Plot spoiler. Unconscious bias is a major theme in this movie. Also, you never find out if the boy is actually guilty, unlike in other movies where you usually get some closure on what truly happened. And I think that was intentional, because this movie's focus isn't to tell a story about a case, but rather how people process it. In other words, this movie is not a legal thriller. Instead, it's an exploration of human psychology and the forces that influence our decision-making. While I did enjoy the movie, there were a few parts where I felt juror number eight was really stretching his case for not guilty. Fun fact, some of the methods he uses to prove his case, like doing his own outside research, would have actually led to a mistrial in real life. So if you're ever a juror, please do not model everything you see in this film. But what I loved most about this movie, aside from its impeccable acting and thought-provoking dialogue, is its inspiring message about the power of just one voice. Juror number eight was the only person who voted not guilty at the start, 
But because he had the courage to go against the grain, he was able to push forth a remarkable change. That made me think, how many times have I stayed silent out of fear because I was the lone minority? And what would have happened if I actually spoke up? So I hope this movie will encourage you, as it did me, to find and develop the courage to speak up for what is right and fair, even if we're the only ones who think that way. Because in the end, it could be just our one voice that makes all the difference. So that's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to the first edition of Movies in 5, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye!